0: Good evening ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Brothers Grimdark. Dark. Uh, we are late by a couple of days deliberately for once. So we could actually have things about the Orc Codex. Is that not right?
1: Oh yeah, it's big time because October's over. October died.
0: So it's for time for Orc Vember. Nork Vember
1: <laughs> a marvellous pair of Norks.
0: Ah yes, the orc accent has changed ever so slightly. Yes, we're not a- we're not actually orcs. It's us perverts. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow wow <laughs> Now show me where those knobs are. Big knobs, bigger boys. Yeah. So uh you have actually got Henry has the codex, my co-host Henry. He has the codex, he has been reading the codex. I have been the other side of the planet essentially. So let's let's see what's up in that I don't know anything. Explain. Go on. Okay. New Orcs are very, very interesting. That's why they made it November, so it would be Nork Vember, because it's new Ork Vember. They knew what they were doing the whole time. They did. They damn well did. So new orcs are
1: going to be very interesting. Um, Everything I've seen is terrifying. I think, definitely looking at the book, there's going to be some specific lists, which are going to be crazy. Yeah. Because if there's one thing that's come out of the new orc codex, they are fast as fuck boy and nothing will stop them they are incredibly quick on foot or mounted these guys are going to be crazy um a lot of uh new aura rules uh, as well as the death killer war trike uh, that aura gives you the ability to advance and charge Fucking which crazy. is crazy hey.
0: But it's made it is very scary. It's made significantly scarier by the fact that they have uh, that bonus to charging.
1: Here we go. Some would call it. Where basically they can choose to... Okay. Actually, let's start with the special rules. Let's start with the special rules. Because this is interesting. Because I've already seen people play this incorrectly. <laughs> already. So here we go. Uh, allows you to re-roll charges for the unit. Uh, it says you can re-roll one or any of the dice, which is massive. It's insane. Because it used to be you could re-roll the dice. So if you got a one and a six, you had to re-roll both. Now you can keep the six and re-roll that one. Which is brutal. Yeah, so, I mean, long bomb charges have gone up incredibly in likelihood. Um, Okay, the other one is mob rule, uh, which is basically you can either use... um, the leadership of your unit or choose your leadership to be equal to the amount of models you have in the unit or make your leadership equal to the number of models in a unit within six inches of you. I've seen people use it where they take the leadership of a model near you. No, that is wrong. Don't do that. Yeah. That's not how it works. You can use it to uh, get your leadership from the other unit. Interesting part here being you could have a, a 30 Mob, uh, strong unit of orc boys, and everyone around them is pseudo fearless because you just choose to have their leadership. Yeah. Of 30. Oh, god. And what's awesome about this is if you're the orc unit that has the 30 boys, let's say you have to take a morale test, uh, you lose 15 guys, so it's minus 15 to your leadership save. Um, you, you're just gonna lose, right? Yeah, but if you're, say, a unit of mega knobs on the outside of this 30 mob unit. You take two casualties. Your leadership is it's not looking great. However, you can just choose to use the leadership of the fifteen boys next to you.
0: Yeah. Also, say that unit you know, th- of uh, 30 boys loses 15 people, so it's leadership of 15, so they're just gonna lose d6 orcs. If there's another unit of thirty near them, they're gonna auto pass. Yeah, like th- that's the crazy thing.
1: Like you could just take three mobs of thirty, all within six inches of each other. And every time one of them takes casualties, you just choose a unit next to them. And this which is, is awesome. exactly... however, but but when you still have that minus fifteen modifier, it still applies to all the orcs around you. So yeah, when you have minus fifteen, it, you know it would work. But if you had like minus twenty um, yeah, totally five, yeah, nothing's saving you. Yeah, nothing's saving you. But I mean, minus twenty five orcs, it's pretty bad shape.
0: Pretty Either bad way, shape. this is a fantastic way of. Um... Oh, good God, sorry, I, I have a teeny tiny pathetic cough which turns up now and again. That is, this is a fantastic way of linking the law to the rules because this perfectly mirrors the wah mentality of the orcs. And
1: the other special rule, which is of import, I mean, there's, well, there's, okay, there's another one which is... Um,
0: sorry, for a brief second, I thought if we had the special rule of um, here we go and of great import.
1: No. I thought that was the name <laughs> not for not a brief cool. second. I was very uh, confused. Speed mob, which is basically uh, you deploy all the guys in a unit as one unit, but then after deployment, they're all individual units. Uh, this is for like buggies, uh, death dreads, stuff like that. Uh, I think dread- death dreads actually have this rule called dread mob, which is the same from the index. Uh, the other special rule they gained is daka daka daka. This is mm-hmm. a brand new rule. Uh, the others were all old ones. A uh, speed mob is a new one as well. Daka daka is the other
0: new one. It wasn't daka? It used to be a stratagem, I think.
1: It was a stratagem, yeah. Um, That was, like, added in the first chapter approved or slightly after the chapter approved. But it wasn't great. But now it's an army-wide special rule, which we all get, which is fantastic for orcs, uh, which is just any unmodified roll of a six. Now, that's extremely important, because I'll come back to that. Any unmodified roll of a six generates an extra shot, which you then have to roll to hit for. It's not an extra hit. Yeah, no. Uh, which is great because it's not ridiculously powerful Because obviously some of the Orc guns are pretty damn strong If you've got that 6 and it was just
0: another hit That'd be crazy And they can't spawn additional uh, extra shots, can they? No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, it, it
1: doesn't specify that um... Oh, no Yeah, it, it doesn't specify oh, that So no. technically 6s could generate Oh,
0: monster. God, no
1: um... Oh, no Oh no! Sorry, sorry. They they themselves cannot generate additional. Okay, things. good. Sorry, I was terrified for a second. For a second. However, um, hold on. Yeah. Okay. So there's two two main things to take away there. Is first, it says unmodified, and that is something that is ubiquitous through the entire orc codex. Is that it talks about unmodified rolls of ones and sixes. So all this fucking stuff of plasma overheating when you roll a four because the enemy has so many negative to hit modifiers. That's going the way of the uh, the Aztecs, and something that I've seen a lot of people speculate about the Orchidus, because there's a lot of review channels out there, a lot of review podcasts, and all this sort of stuff, where they've got their hands on this, and they said, hmm, maybe 40k is heading back in that direction. Now, hold on, let me stop you there. 40k should never have deviated from unmodified roles. That is a fuck-up
0: that they are only now just rectifying. Okay. Just saying. There's a <laughs> oh fuck-up of 40k. In in some cases, I think it's okay. In some select cases. But for, especially for things like uh, plasma weaponry uh, happening on the role okay, give, of, say, a three. Give me, yeah, give me an example of where it's justified. I find it interesting when it comes to things like um, Death of the False Emperor. Because you can then build up strategies around. Oh, I'm going to buff up this unit to buff up this chance of doing that, which is all. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it's okay, but it leads to greatly imbalanced stuff. Yeah. Um, But that's forty k in general. Let's be fair. Actually, no, I take that back. Eighth has not been bad. I take that back. That was me being harsh. Hello. I believe we've lost him. Well, that's a shame. Oh, hello? Hello? Sorry. Yeah, you you went for a second there. Okay, that's all right. That's part of it. I'm the spirit <laughs> or, of the law. Yeah. Um, <coughs> did you hear what I said about how, A, I apologise for saying that 8th uh, was particularly unbalanced, especially compared to 7th. But No. But all right. Uh, I, I did. I, my comment was relatively unfair. As is, I think in some cases it's fine, or units have been created to be balanced around that. For example, Zango Enlightened for 1,000 sons. Like they auto wound on the roll of a six. You can buff them to be like auto wounding on the roll of a five. And you're like that's pretty cool, but it's still not like going through armor saves. And it's part of the actual value of the unit is knowing that you can get it better than a six. See, but okay, but part of the problem of going by,
1: uh, you know, not modified rolls. So modified rolls, if you will, part of the problem there is that when you allow for modified rolls, it greatly increases the power of Death Star units, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because the Death Star units can use multiple auras, stack on top of each other with very, very good units to buff them to insanity. So, for example, with a uh and General Eldar nonsery all across the board, in previous times, orcs just couldn't hit them from 12 inches away oh yeah yeah like which is fucking terrible that's terrible for the hobby that's terrible for orcs because it's just like yeah this thing is so strong that against other people it's an inconvenience against you you just have no shooting
0: phase i think the thing to take away from this is that they do have the ability to say unmodified role of they just don't do it enough no i i think it needs to all be unmodified roles i think that's what it needs to come back to with things like plasma with things like death the false
1: emperor i think yeah with everything death to the false emperor because th- th- don't forget with death to the false emperor you can never proc death to the false emperor with a power fist because yeah, always yeah
0: have... that that sort of thing is ridiculous, that's fucking
1: right. annoying and it, it would be so cool to get a bonus power fist attack
0: so they've I never remember... done anything particularly interesting with the unmodified system like they have never said you have to with the modified system should i say they've never said that you have to get the role of a seven plus. They've never done anything like that. Uh, that's Poxwalkers. Poxwalkers have
1: an armor oh. save of 7+. plus. So in cover, they get a 6-plus armor save. I take that back. Do take but... that back. Okay, so the other <laughs> oh, thing that I'll say gosh. about the Orc Codex... The Orc Codex is fucking awesome, right? Yeah. But it's uh, it's definitely... I mean, I'm going to have to playtest some of this stuff. I'm going to have to playtest a lot of this stuff because I'm not convinced it's that good when you take it out of isolation from the Orcs, right? Really? Yes, because I think there are... One thing to take away from the Orcs is that if you do an extremely streamlined list, so let's say you take the Death Killer War Trike, uh, which allows biker units and vehicles within six inches of it at the start of the charge phase to charge I- even if they advanced. Mm. Okay? So this is how you get your turn one charges going. Uh, and I believe war bosses... Let me just check. I believe war bosses have a similar thing. Yeah, it's called WAH. Friendly clan infantry units within six of this model, model at the start of the charge phase can charge even if they advanced. So that your infantry are doing it with war bosses. Oh, God. Um, yeah. And then you also have Da Jump. Da Jump is the way that they deep strike 30 orc boys to be nine inches away. Mm. Uh, you can then... I'm not sure if you can advance after doing that. I don't think you can because it's psychic it, it, it's, phase. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. yeah. So you're 9 inches away, uh, but it's a 2d6 charge and all that sort of stuff. And if you're evil sons, which I will be because I'm a fucking speed freak, um, you get plus 1 to your charge rolls, which is fucking awesome. Uh, So yeah, I think mechanized orc is going to be very, very strong.
0: Mm.
1: Well, maybe not. See, even still, maybe not very, very strong because orcs have very specific hard counters, such as knights, And orcs did not get
0: any stronger versus knights. I did see a thread where someone was complaining about a certain orc weapon, like a tractor cannon or something. Tractor cannon, yeah. And saying that you can have three in a unit or something, or even more. You can have a certain amount of them in a unit. They cost about as much as their points in English pounds. And they're saying, oh, they auto hit or something. They have like strength 8 AP minus 2, I'd guess. D6 damage. Either way, they're quite deadly. And they were saying, oh, this is the death of knights. Somebody turned up with the maths and went, yeah, no. Like, you're looking at over 800 worth of points to do, like, 6.6, or a bit more. It was probably near, like, 8 point something wounds on average to a knight with a 3 plus invulnerable. Which is not enough to even bracket it. Yeah. But the awesome thing here, can you hear me? Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, The awesome thing here is that the tractor cannon is actually better versus things with fly, because when it kills something with fly, the vehicle automatically crashes and burns, which means it explodes. Mm. This is something that's really awesome, and a really, really, really awesome interaction between orcs and Eldar. Uh, Because Eldar have fly across every vehicle, Dark Eldar have fly across every vehicle, Vehicle. And the tractor cannon will do horrific things to them because it automatically hits, which is amazing for orcs. Um, it will
0: pull them down into the ground, and then they'll explode, Yeah, which is bad. it also do, when it comes to the damage versus flying, it rolls 2d6 and picks the highest? Uh, yes. That's what people that online well. were claiming earlier, and I choose to believe them. Yeah,
1: which is awesome because it stops Dark Eldar Venom spam because the the transport will blow up, Everyone oh, inside has yeah. to take the dangerous terrain test. Then they'll take mortal wounds because it automatically explodes. So basically, all five—well, probably three out of your four guys, uh, five guys—are going to die from the explosion, and that's it takes brutal. out the venom, which is like massive. So that's the really interesting thing about the orc codex. There's very specific things, which are pretty darn cool, uh, such as like be... turn one charges and all that sort of stuff. But the problem is, is that a lot of the orc stuff is quite easily countered. Like, with specific counters, the orcs are really going to struggle. Knights are going to be an incredible problem for orcs, even still. Um, prime example uh, would be rocket launchers doing three damage each, which is great, but you have to rely on orc shooting to get the three damage, and it's only strength eight. All that sort of stuff.
0: Uh, Don't you free roll uh, to hit when you're it's against vehicles with them, though? Or is it to wound? Uh, that's only tank busters, oh, busters rocket launches like rocket launchers
1: are everywhere in the origami which I will be doing because I love rocket launches <laughs> um but the actual tank busters are the only guys that benefit from uh tank hunter as it used to be called because why not have universal special rules like <laughs> with this unmodified rolling thing you know people are like wow this is really new and innovative hmm this is cool yeah it used to be like that it used to yeah. be like that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the correct way, and we're moving back towards that. And hopefully, universal special rules are coming back as well. Because when you look at the tractor can, and tractor can says um, the flyer crashes and burns. Right? I, I'll find you the specific word it says. Hold on.
0: That, that's um, how you know we're we're bad with that. That's how we've been sucked into this hobby when we're excited over the use of keywords. Damn right. But th- this is <laughs> wh- hold on. This is where the hobby really shines out. <laughs>
1: because we we loved 40k back when 40k was complicated as all fucking balls yeah like you know you had searchlights you had night fighting you had all this crazy fucking cool you stuff could really like cities like, of death
0: and you could do with like trimming down maybe or at the least making a bunch of the rules optional which spoiler a bunch of them were when it came to things like night fighting because you didn't have to do a night fighting mission but ah well
1: yeah the, I mean, there was definitely a lot of flavor back in the day. I mean, the game has always been unbalanced. A lot of people talk about how unbalanced 4th and 5th were. Yes, that is true, but the game is always
0: unbalanced. That's one thing I'll say for 8th. 8th definitely seems to have a lot more viability. I'm also enjoying the more frequent updates from them. Even though, like, I, I see... Oh, God, sorry. I see a lot of complaints on both sides when it comes to chapter approved. Some people saying, why can't we just have, like, a monthly update... On you know, changing a balance and so on. Other people saying you can't have it any quicker. Well A, something like Dota 2 does this like every couple of weeks. But B, it's very different. Primarily because people have built these armies and paid for them and want them to work as they built them to for at least a while. Yeah. And I don't want to start collecting an army and have it invalidated in a month. Well, like, even this if is it's something like only that... My, sorry, one last thing. Only if it's like a couple of point changes and then over by X amount, like I've... My army doesn't work. I have to go out and buy more models. This is a significant investment. Once a year is kind of fine for me. With FAQ changes for rules and stuff. Your point. Are you done? I, I am done. I am done there. Okay. <laughs> I was worried there was another one coming there. Um...
1: Uh, and furthermore That ties in very nicely With one of my favourite units Of all time for the Orcs A unit that I've loved, cherished And possibly lusted after Is a good <laughs> bit of Mega Knob Can't prove it though it Cannot be proven that Cannot be scientifically proven But no. everyone wants a bit of Mega Knob
0: yeah.
1: They is the hardest knobs ever Scientifically <laughs> wanna... provable Scientifically proven, if you want a hard knob, look no further. (laughs) And these guys, okay, they got a new model out, right? I think think. it was for uh, for 6th edition. No, 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 for 6th edition. It's the plastic one, the one that I have. Yeah, yeah. They got that new model. But for the 6th and 7th Orc Codex, because I think there was someone for both of them, both of them were shite. Uh, Maybe it was only a 7th edition one, but that was shite as well. Yeah, uh, the mega knob has been pretty bad for quite a long time because mm. the mega knob classically has always cost the same as a terminator comes with the two plus armor save comes with the power fist equivalent with the power claw but never had an invunt
0: which is awful
1: which is awful uh, seeing I- as
0: terminators have never been really that viable anyway having a worse terminator for the same cost is just ridiculous and they used to have a special rule called slow and purposeful it meant they only moved one d6 a turn Oh, oh, I remember those days. They were fun. Yeah.
1: Like, so it's like a Terminator that costs the same, moves worse, and is less survivable. Yeah. It's like, God oh, damn it. I mean, they did have the buff because they were orcs and they would benefit from wah. Um, but that's about it. And worse worse leadership. That was also important. Uh Meganobs have yet again got a points reduction. I'm not sure it's quite enough, but they are definitely now suitable to friendly play, whereas they used to be absolute garbage cans. They used to be very heavy, loud, I've, foul-mouthed garbage cans.
0: I've seen people try and argue they may be the unit you kill knights with. That is also incorrect. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I had no doubt. The second I saw it, it was just like, you want to send the <coughs> you want to send the um, things with... I'm guessing they have two wounds? Yeah. Actually, no, with...
1: no, no, no. This edition, Meganobs have three wounds,
0: which Ooh. is fucking awesome. In that case, they're quite resistant to the Avenger Gatling cannon. And so, also they, quite resistant to the feet. Yeah. knights. It, like, it would take two
1: average to kill them. However, both the feet and the get Avenger Gatling cannon will just kill them. Oh, they will annihilate like, them still. Yeah. There's so many attacks coming from this one profile that it will just kill all the meganombs. Yeah. It doesn't matter that they're slightly resistant to it. They're gone.
0: Oh, yeah. It's, it's a case of, like, you're just send the small semi-elite unit of not-that-tough things versus a knight, and they haven't gotten vulnerable you do know what, like, that there's the knight's ideal target. Yeah, they're less ideal because they now have three wounds,
1: but you can't take them in enough numbers to be a threat to the knight. And the other thing that people are talking about with Meganobs is their damage. Well, the Power Claw, and this, again, this is another reason why orcs are going to possibly struggle in this edition, depending on the list. And this is why I think it it kind of determines, if you want to play competitive orcs, you're going to have to go with one or two ways, which is either heavy orc, mob horde uh the orc boy did get a points increase of one point per model however that's justified because at yeah. six points they were absolutely amazing now you have stratagems cultures uh which are uh chapter tactics or whatever you call them uh so th- they definitely got a buff and all their supporting characters of the orc boy horde got a buff you know either in the points decrease and a few things have gone up in points cost yeah which is nice because it creates a more balanced codex Mm. however again it just limits your options of how kind of competitive you can play like orcs are still fun and fluffy which is absolutely amazing and they've preserved that beautifully in this book
0: all right like they're Uh, they're scary from perspective um if you're not an assault army yourself their the ability to advance and charge is very scary and they're more likely to get those charges but also don't look at them in the same way that I would look at a knight army if I didn't have knights. It's not the same kind of, well, I'm just fucked. A brief tangent, I saw a very fun sort of um, conversation where people were trying to say, how do you beat knights as space marines? uh, Without, uh, you know, how how do you specialise your army to deal with them and Horde? And the best advice was just, take as many guns as you can for Horde, and when it comes to knights, just play for objectives and hope you survive. That's not a great option. it It's not. It's it not turns out option. Knights have a lot of
1: DACA. but yeah, Knight well, uh, this is something we're actually just talking about before the podcast. Another slight side tangent here. Yeah. We' we'll, we'll discuss the old codex eventually. yeah, but uh, we're talking about how people play Warhammer in different styles. Mm, so yeah. there's the style of extreme playing to win which we'll discuss in just a second. And there's just casual style. Casual style is literally anything. Anything in the kitchen sink, you just play it like that. And I would say uh, casual style is when you don't exploit things from the rules and you don't kind of play for every single fucking inch. It's
0: hmm. um, the times where you go, you know what, it would be technically best for me to sit back and shoot, but you know what, it'd be fucking awesome if my librarian charged that demon prince. That kind of thing. Yeah. And
1: uh, we were talking about how just how people seem to do a lot of uh, quote-unquote net decking. So if you play Magic the Gathering or Hearthstone or something like that, we, where you just look on online at a very potent deck, buy the specific cards, buy all the components, and just play the deck. And then you have a very strong deck which you don't really know quite how to play. That's how a lot of people uh, treat Warhammer, which again is fine. Not yeah. a problem. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, go for it.
1: You know, Everyone everyone has paid to be here and that's one of the main things, you know, everyone has a right to play. Hells yeah. uh, but just, you know, when, when people talk about when they struggle in certain matchups, it's normally because, well, okay, I'm not gonna say normally because, but sometimes because they just don't know how to play their army. For example, a lot of knight players when knights first came out were extremely tentative to get involved in close combat, they were like, "No, no, I've got to stay away. I've got to skirt away." Yeah, because we it, don't have an invulnerable save in close combat.
0: Like, wh- why would we want together?
1: Yeah, but knights are incredibly dangerous. If you do shoot, assault, move, yeah, shoot, but, assault. And move. If you,
0: any of you who haven't played against knights, first of all, what a world you live in. Second of all, good god, they're terrifying. Yeah, I they're play very knights, and I've, I'm scared of them. Like, because I, oh god. Just, ah, the general awe. Are you still there? Yeah. Yeah, just it's the silent awe and fear. When It's just, well, knights have taken down another 3,000 points compared to their 1,500. Good for them. Yeah, very strong. Uh, yeah. And what I was going to say is
1: people talking about orcs and how orcs are going to be extremely speedy because, um, yeah, they're going to be. Because with <laughs> the def, Death killer war Wartrike, you can move, advance, and charge with vehicles. And I think almost single vehicle has here we go i don't think there's one which doesn't uh the mech guns don't but that's because they're gretchen uh the yeah the um battle wagons battle wagons don't have it so there there are definitely a few which don't have here we go oh neither do killer cans yeah so anything that's gretchen um and the battle wagon, basically—that's <laughs> all there is. <laughs> like Gorgonauts have it, all the infantry yeah, they, have it. Oh, uh, would trucks be don't have it, which is important. Yeah, and the planes don't have it. But yeah, so a lot of stuff has here we go. So like bikers, all the new buggies, all that sort of stuff has here we go. So you can move, advance, charge, and if you're sons, you get plus one move uh, when charging. Uh, there's all sorts of stratagems which you can give, like and just do a little buff and a little move. Uh there's the jump, which means you can teleport a big mob of 30 boys. Like that's how you get them up the field. Uh either use them as a morale battery or use them as just a face stomping unit against the right unit. They're gonna be speedy, basically. However, however, all of this falls flat on its face if you take screening units. And screen properly. Yeah, you have to screen well because the Death Killer Wartrike actually has quite a lot of flak. So, do some of the buggies and so do the bikes. Like, you know, they have a decent amount of firepower. But if you screen correctly, the orcs are really going to struggle. Because one thing the orc players can do, and going back to how to play kind of properly, quote unquote properly, um, is you charge a unit. You then use your pile in to either pile into a unit to the side of it. Or you use your pile-in to get
0: around the edges of a unit or to the back of a unit so you can break away from them next turn. Or if you kill them, then you can consolidate into a unit, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, like, it just helps with your movement. But you see a lot of people that just assault the front, stay in the front, unit dies, then consolidate forwards. Whereas you can use your pile-in to move around. And orcs actually have a lot of way to cycle charge in this book. Combination of, like, evil sons, uh, warlord traits, all this sort of stuff. There's a lot of cycle charging you can do. Which means you can just exploit even more pile in moves to get, you know, three inches further forward, all this sort of stuff. Um, so we, we're talking about Tau fire, fire Warriors, because Tau Fire Warriors can screen for days and shoot the shit out of anything. Yeah. Uh, orcs are going to definitely struggle against Fire Warriors. However, it depends how they, they know how to play. Because if the tower player plays correctly and screens correctly using Fire Warriors, maybe even drones, maybe some vehicles just to choke them up. Right, oh, Devilfish. Uh,
0: I think Devilfish, devilfish. is
1: going to be surprisingly brutal. Yeah, just, just use these units to slow them up and then just shoot the shit out of them. Uh, but however, if the tower player doesn't do that, if they ball up, then the orc can charge one guy, then pile into the next, then pile into the next, and pile into the next, then cycle charge and pile into the next, the orc's going to win. Um, but if the orc player doesn't know how to do that and the tower player doesn't know how to do that, it's all to play for. <laughs> You know, like, can you exploit the rules? Yes or no? Um, okay, it's going to make for a more even game. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot of interesting stuff. Um, yeah. I just want to talk briefly about uh, October as a whole as well. Yep. The glorious holiday that was. October was an absolute disaster. <laughs> an absolute disaster because not only well <laughs> some of the fucking releases like in november aka this weekend with the codex uh with the death killer war trike uh with the, with the buggies as well like we had speed freaks in november that was no uh sorry Octo- october october that that was october or speed freaks the box set that was it that was it and they had hyped it up for so long it could have been an instant I, i'm not saying it isn't an instant winner because obviously everyone's still hyped for and I'm not saying that we showed disloyalty because it's in the wrong month. But I'm just saying that it wasn't October. It was like, eh, orcs are kind of here and then they're kind of out next weekend. Yeah. And it was just rushed. And the other thing was well was that there was so much hype, so many rumors. I mean, I personally was hoping for the Prime Orc. I was hoping for Gas Girl to become a Prime Orc. And maybe a new Orc Boy kit. I know in retrospect I was expecting far
0: too much there. Um but instead, I, all I we don't, don't know was... I mean, I, I, in the news section later, we'll see why a New orc boy kit wasn't that, you know, unlikely. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I, I was kind of
1: mega hyped. I was thinking the orcs were going to change the landscape of the orc was going to change. Did However, you, that some... you were mega armored hype I was mega armored hype. Yeah, I was turgid with hype. <laughs> um. You know, I was. I was really expecting a lot, and. The Orc Codex, don't get me wrong, the Orc Codex provided a lot of what we wanted, it's just all the flavor that you wanted. A lot of the the units perform how you like, there's a lot of narrative and fluffy play you can do, do. however... I was going to say it's great, like, from that perspective. Yeah, Um, however, the big problem with it, and the reason why I'm a little bit lackluster when I'm looking through it, you know, I'm hyped, I'm excited, I love Orcs, but there's just, there's nothing new... There's nothing really new. Okay, we got the new model. But the new models don't really do much to change the landscape of the Isn't the new Warboss and a trike, like, obscenely good, though? It's fucking great. And uh, I just want to talk about the the trike, because I did buy the trike. Don't get me wrong, guys. I bought the trike. I bought the shit out (laughs) of the trike. I bought the trike, and I got in on a good deal, where I could get Orc dice for £8. Oh, yeah, the new Orc dice look great. Guys, if you haven't got them, and I've got to admit, I'm a bit of a pervert when it comes to dice. Like, I fucking (laughs) love dice. I buy loads of dice. They just, they make me happy inside. When the Necromunda dice came out, I bought all of them. I was like, fuck it, I like these. The Necromunda dice are amazing. The Orc dice are fucking glorious. How are they to roll? I need to know. They They are beautiful. They are 16 millimeter, which is the best (laughs) size. Because that's like a big enough size to hold... Uh, big enough size to roll it doesn't look silly when you roll it. you feel like a man when um which is very important <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have to feel like a man when playing with your toy soldiers. you have to um they are beautifully textured, beautifully colored in my opinion they're just beautiful and they're weighty. They have everything, and I'm so happy because I get I got in on a deal where I could get them eight pounds a pop. They're normally twelve pounds fifty. I got them eight pounds a pop. So You're I went crazy. eight pounds a pop you mean for the pack, not per die. Fuck it, I'll pay eight pounds a die. She's <laughs> <laughs> selling my teeth to pay for more dice. And how awkward. I went a bit crazy, so I bought forty of these dice. <laughs> oh,
0: for fuck's sake! Because so I need like,
1: them, fuck it, I need these. I need these. Um, however, I made a miscalculation. Because I thought it was 10 per box. So I bought four boxes. So I was like, I'm going to get 40 dice. It's 20 per box. <laughs> so I actually have 80 <laughs> orc dice. Like, I'm ready. You actually ready. need that, though. You do. Because you're orcs. You're throwing buckets of dice. Yeah. Like, and it's... it's fucking awesome.
0: This is why I quite However, I like night dice.
1: There's probably going to be like 50% of the dice which are never rolled. Because I don't need that many. Um, but anyway, yeah. Orc dice are fucking glorious. Data cards are beautiful as well uh death killer war new hq unit that came out very very cool uh there is a nice little thing you can do the death killer Kill, death killer war trike because I'll, I'll go through its stats for you because this is an interesting one okay i okay. won't touch upon like all the orc units we're not going to go, go through like that just no. give you a general overview yeah death killer war trike it moves 14 inches so it's quick it's quick as dick hits on twos in close combat hits on fives with ranged or shooting strength 5 toughness 6 wounds 8 attacks 5 leadership 7 safe 4 plus uh, so it's not that resilient it doesn't have an invun however because it's wounds 8 it can hide Yeah. you can't shoot it which is going to be very strong uh, it has the killer jet just one killer jet which is his engine on the back of it another thing I don't like about 8th is that you can shoot anything from any angle which means it's shooting it's exhaust in front of it which, That's it's it's all wrong. It's all yeah. wrong.
0: I'm assuming uh, there's a dramatic power slide involved on the spot, which didn't slow him down, and he kept going straight on afterwards without slowing yeah, down. Could be that. Could be that. Um,
1: so it has Burner Mode, where it's basically a Scorcher. It's Assault D6, Range a, Strength 5, AP minus 1, Damage 1, automatically hits. Or it's an 18 inch range, Assault 2, uh, Melter Gun. Mm. Which, again, is cool. Hitting on 5s, probably not going to do too much but definitely nice versus some vehicles he has the snagger claw which is the claw he's holding on the back of the trike The warboss on the trike uh range 8 assault one strength 4 AB 0 uh damage one you can reroll failed wound rolls with this button. ooh it's it's there it's basically a pistol that rerolls wounds on range 8 yeah with bs 5 plus like it's it's hardly ever going to do something well, no, it- but occasionally you will kill a commissar with it, and you'll feel like a fucking madman. <laughs> <laughs> Twin boomstick. Right. Range 12, assault 2, strength 5, AP 0, uh, damage 1. If the target is within half range, add 1 to the, the hit roll. That's great because it comes with 3 of them, which means it's 6 shots of strength 5. That's not bad. That's hot. That's not bad. He also has the snagger claw melee. Strength plus 2, AP minus 2, damage d3. Uh, you can reroll wound rolls for attacks made with this weapon. Now, with Warlord traits, so he's strength 5, AP minus 2, damage d3 in close combat. Yeah, You can either make him uh, with 5 attacks, sorry. You can either make him strength 8 with 6 attacks, damage d3, yeah. which is pretty hot. Reroll uh, wounds rerolling wounds you can make him reroll misses uh with his close combat
0: mm.
1: which isn't great because that's only one sixth of the time
0: yeah uh
1: you can also increase his wounds characteristics to nine uh like there's there's a lot of cool warlord traits which sit very nicely on this guy where it's just like plus one on certain attributes i don't know how much
0: i value one extra wound compared to damage output though oh no it's, it's not great but it's yeah, just yeah. something you can put on there and but it doesn't take him over 10 wounds yeah But it'd be like saying, uh, with a Riptide, would you prefer two extra shots for the main gun or one extra wound?
1: Yeah. He also has the Fuel Mixer Grot, as well as the Speedwire, which is the uh, bikes and vehicles can assault after uh, advancing. Yeah. Uh, It also explodes, naturally. And the Fuel Mixer Grot, which is the little grot model on the back, which is spitting fuel into the engine. (laughs) Uh, Once per battle... When this model advances, add six inches to its move characteristic for that movement phase instead of rolling a dice. So it can Ooh. go twenty inches guaranteed. Yeah, assault two d six, which is a twenty-seven die. inch threat range, and yeah, re-rolling failures. Yeah. Also, if you
0: then have the add one to your advance and charges as your faction. Oh yeah. So it's it's now like twenty-eight inch range threat range, On uh, range. which is super reliable, like yeah. really, really super reliable. Alternatively, if they sit outside of that, you're super, super fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, something as
1: well, just interesting while I think about it, uh, here we go, which is your uh, re-roll failed charge rolls, where you can elect to roll all the dice or just one dice, whatever you want. Um, and I've seen it where somebody re one dice, so they get a four and a three, right? Yeah. And they need eight. Yeah. Reroll the other dice and get a two. Yeah or maybe a three again. Now, I'm pretty darn certain, although nobody's ever done it, you could then use a command point to re-roll the other dice, because you're not re-rolling a re-roll, you're yeah, re-rolling a dice you I left. think I have seen that happen. You've seen that
0: happen. All right, okay, yeah. that's cool. That's cool that people are doing that. So Def, Killer War Trike is... Actually, it depends on the sequencing. If it counts as, like, a new roll. Oh, no, I suppose I mean, it counts as a, a re-roll. So, yeah, never mind. Yep, yep.
1: Yeah, so that, that's all cool. Yep. Um, I mean, it's not fantastic. Like, you look at that profile, and it doesn't really have... I mean, it kind of wails on infantry,
0: but... I don't know, if you boost that, that strength up to 8 and it's rerolling wounds, that's... Yeah, but then only AP minus 2 and damage D3. I guess, yeah.
1: Like, Matt's Hammer, it really doesn't come out that great. I mean, he can take on light vehicles, not a problem. Yeah. Uh, combine that with all his shooting and like his melter weapon and all that sort of stuff but yeah kind of weird one but he does a great thing which is buffing everyone else yeah yeah uh bikes are definitely very good this edition which
0: is cool well maybe not very good but definitely better wait the, how many wounds do they have uh i believe it's just two. Oh, god damn it well, guess what knights are gonna love yeah th- this is what i mean a five, lot of knights two wounds
1: yeah, a lot of knight stuff pairs off really badly versus orcs. Like Orcs are going to get absolutely shattered on by knights, and they have no answer to them. Yeah. Uh, you have the mech guns, but again, mech guns will be one shot, one kill by the knights. Like The knights could fire whatever weapon they have on their body other than the he- the heavy stubbers, and they yeah. would kill a mech gun. Uh, so the, yeah, war bikes are two wounds. The boss knob is uh, three wounds. <laughs> boss knob. So you could take one shot on the Boss Knob to save a biker, which is just cool. Uh, Although, oh no, you have to kill complete models this this edition, don't you? So yeah, he would take the next wounds. All right, maybe not a good idea. Um, Yeah, I mean, most most of the other stuff stayed pretty static. Pain Boys are still... This is another frustration I have with 40k at the minute. You get a new Codex come out, and they focus on the new units, And there's a lot of attention paid there but they completely forget old units yeah really just forget them so i'm going to give you an example pain boy why would you ever take one you just don't like it what do they do uh basically just six plus feel no pain for orcs that's not bad Uh, it's okay but they lost the pain boy on the bike i mean i know it's in the index but it's not the codex which means they just forgot about it yeah uh, yeah, six, six plus feel no pain isn't bad when you can stack multiple mobs around it. Yeah, um, having orc boys
0: with the six plus feel no pain is pretty cool.
1: But then they're pretty expensive, mm-hmm. uh, so you really have to get a lot of orc boys to make it worth your while when you do the maths on it. Uh, yeah, run I third. Think that's
0: interesting Why think you take like a run third? A, it's interesting it's like a potential option. It's good that it's not like an auto include but it's something that you'll definitely consider. So I, th- I think the balance is okay on that one. Oh, sorry. Actually, the run third is pretty good.
1: He just kills D3 Gretchen if they fail a morale <laughs> save because <laughs> he has the squeak killer. Um, that's cool. Sorry. I yeah. forgot about that. Uh, yeah, just... I mean, Nobbs got a buff because knobs went to strength 5, but they did that in the index. Uh, they're still pretty darn expensive for what they do, uh the knob weapons did get a little bit cheaper, I believe, so they are slightly better. Still mm. not great. Um And then let, let's just talk about the new um the new hotness, if you will. Which is the custom booster blasters, the shock jump dragsters, the boom dagger snaz wagons, which is fucking <laughs> What? The, the Boom, boom Dagger Snazwagon. Wagon. Fuck yeah, that's the one which is the awesome model as well. My favorite model of them uh, the Megatrack Scrapjet and the Rucker
0: Truck Squig Buggy. I've heard that the Scrapjets are going to be good. You're going to be what, sorry? Good. The, the oh, they're not good very good. Yeah. They're very good.
1: The Megatrack Scrapjets, as soon as I saw the weapons on them, they are very good. Basically, think multi rocketed goodness all over the shop. Like they have shooting with rockets, they have deathly close combat. What? Uh, they're fast. They're awesome. The planes have close awesome. combat. Yeah, the make-a-track scrap jets aren't planes, Alan. It's the body of a plane on tank tracks. Oh, that thing! Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, that, that thing's
1: awesome, and they're really good. They are really good.
0: Let's so think, think, think that the Daca jet is apparently quite good. As is these things. Let's talk about the new Hotness Gun.
1: Custom booster blasters, which is like the hot rod-looking one it's not great mm. and this, this is what i'm talking about when i need to kind of play test it because i look at the rules and the rules are very mediocre
0: yeah is like it it's
1: super generic orc profile it doesn't have any close combat weapons which is bad what what's it it doing has a then? six it has a six shot um rivet cannon which is strength seven ap minus two damage two but it's on orc bs
0: yeah.
1: Like... So you get two hits of strength seven, AP minus two damage too. Like, what? You, what about artillery? At there? you,
0: there's better options for artillery as well.
1: Yeah, you just take a mech gun. You yeah, take like... two mech guns, possibly even three, instead of one of these, which is What's just this... way better.
0: What does this do then? How much does it cost?
1: It's like roughly 100 points. Roughly around that region. What
0: the hell does it do? A little bit over. I don't know i really I, don't know i bet you they just came up with a whole bunch of these would be cool to have ideas for like go-karts for orcs and they yeah. then basically went uh just make an all round i guess but then it doesn't have a close combat uh weapon
1: yeah. but it has spiked ram which is each time uh this model finishes a charge move select an enemy unit within one a roll of d6 on a four plus it suffers d3 model why are you charging with this thing <laughs> Yeah, you, you kill one unit as you enter the close combat, and then it has four attacks of strength five with nothing else, <laughs> hitting on
0: fours. Because it's not even orc. It's and not even orky. It I'm guessing it has no rule about falling back and shooting. Nope. Uh, the there are other
1: things in the book which just give you that. Yeah. Uh, like I can't remember, and I do apologise to you guys because there's so many things which like auras, uh, culture traits. Um, stratagems, all that sort of stuff which give you combinations of hit and run like it's either you fall back and shoot and can assault again, or you fall back and shoot but don't assault, and yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on, so there's a lot of ways to definitely wangle about and do different stuff, but yeah so that's the booster blaster it's just not very good I don't know what you take it for I'm sure somebody's going to prove me wrong and there's going to be something that's amazing but I don't think it is Mm. It and doesn't I've, sound
0: it, it really doesn't.
1: I've probably place money that it's not going to be anything good. It's ever. going to be taken if you like the model, that's it. Okay, now the Shock Jump Dragster. The Shock Jump Dragster sounds like an absolute winner in my book.
0: One quick thing. I was going to say, with that last one, how far can it move? 12 inches. I guess, like if you need something to go grab an objective and sit there. But again, like there must be better options.
1: Incorrect. You do not use that thing because you have the shock jump dragster. Right. It moves fourteen, so it moves further. It moves further. It has a two-shot, think Elder Lance weapon, that hits oh. on threes. Oh. Yep. Uh, same profile all the way around. However, when you advance with this thing on a four plus, it basically deep strikes if you advance with that. What? Which is why you never take the dragster because yeah. this uh, that's <laughs> like okay. the booster blaster because this thing can deep strike on top of an objective moves faster, hits harder. Yeah. I, like unless what? you're going
0: specifically against like Primaris or bikes. Actually no. No, no, I don't know. It's like you, you get two hits with that strength 7 thing compared to like strength one in a bit. No, no, I'm saying with the with the six shots. Oh, of strength watcher. 7. Yeah. You get two hits on average. And one additional shot, which doesn't do anything on average, but we'll ignore that. But, and, uh, I, no, I suppose you get about the same amount of it. Never mind. Never mind. It works out to about the same against Primaris. And then everything yeah, else, the damage data's is d- better, pretty much. Damage d6. Damage d6,
1: yeah. like just... um, It also has a fucking close combat weapon, which is better than the other one. Right. so it has sword blades which is strength plus one ap minus one damage one which means it's strength six four attacks attacks. strength six hitting on four same amount of attacks right yep but it's strength six it's ap minus one and it yeah just better uh Ah, it is slightly more points i would pay slightly more points to have a model that does something but just for yeah for something that fulfills a role in the army and it's anti-armor and it's pretty good anti-armor pretty cheap as well pretty cheap they all have eight wounds by the way uh Boom Decker wagon, mm. Which sounds the, like you've got trouble down under.
0: <laughs> I uh having a problem with my uh Boom Decker snazz wagon. wagon. <laughs> <laughs> uh this thing is cool. I do like this
1: thing. I like the model. However, I still don't think it's very good. Because its special weapon is the mech special. Which is range 24 inches, assault 9, strength 5, AP minus 2, damage 1. So it's an anti-horde weapon. It's not high enough volume of shots to really be it, an anti-horde weapon. And yeah, it's from well, You're
0: going to get like, eh, one and a half sixes, I guess. Even then, uh Yeah, that's in a really weird spot. Yeah, uh,
1: it then has um, a grenade 2d6 attack, which is strength 4. Doesn't automatically hit, so it still hits on fives. Yeah. So again, that's not great. That's like two strength four AP minus zero damage one hits.
0: Like yeah, yeah
1: it's not great. Uh billowing fumes, it does have subtract one when you're trying to hit it with uh ranged weapons. Which still, is like... it's it's cool. Uh
0: does it have a close combat
1: weapon? No. But it does have a big shooter, which gets plus one to hit because it's manned by a grow.
0: I was gonna say like maybe you have some of these like harassing flanks but that's what bikes are for yeah like if you're going for mechanized orcs you just you're still taking orc boys they're just in a wagon you just have a bunch of wagons and bikes and other things and trains planes and automobiles yeah and and the
1: difference between toughness 5 and toughness 6 really isn't that much unless you're going against guardsmen or knights or knights like it doesn't matter that much um it really doesn't Mega scrapjet track scrap jet which is the decent one? Uh, it has wing missiles, <laughs> which is okay. awesome. Go on. Wing missiles are just one shot of strength A, AP minus two, damage three. Uh, add hit once. Uh, add one to hit hit rolls for attacks made with this weapon against vehicle units. Subtract one. Uh, against anything else. So it's basically against vehicles you hit on 4s, against anything else you hit 6s, but that's good because you're always shooting at vehicles. Yeah,
0: like, I'll happily have that trade-off.
1: It has a rocket cannon, which is range 24 inches, assault 2d3, strength A, AP-2, damage 3, which doesn't get the bonus to him, Uh but it is 4 shots of strength A, AP-2, damage d3. Yeah. It's basically four missile launches on this oh, thing, yeah. which is that's a lot. I mean, that's 48 points of missile launches, and it doesn't cost that much. Yeah. Like, the, ve- the vehicle itself doesn't cost that much. Like, that's a- economy value for missile launches. Uh, it also has a nose drill. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, it, it has two twin big shooters, which is 12 shots of strength five. Like, again, oh, damn, again, why would you take a boom decker wagon... Or a custom booster blaster, when for similar points, you can get a Megatrack
0: yeah. scrap chap.
1: Like, if it has anti-armour, it already... has more
0: anti-infantry. It's like, what? If rule of three prevents you... Oh, wait, are they only in units of one?
1: Uh, Don't... Yeah. Funny you should mention that, because you can take these guys in a unit of three, but because they have speed mob, they can all break up. So it's yeah. basically, you could take nine individuals of these.
0: And... <sighs> So, it's really unlikely that you're not going to actually be breaking the rule of three with these things. I think
1: monetary cost, you would not take that, because <laughs> that's like 175 quid of nonsense. It's more. Um, it has Spiked Ram, which is the same as the uh, Booster Blaster, which yeah. is on a four plus to take D3 mortal wounds. However, this one actually has a melee weapon as well. It comes in at strength eight, AP minus two, damage D3. How many attacks? Uh, four attacks.
0: Why are you taking Uh, anything other than this one?
1: uh, You want the shock jump dragster because it's faster.
0: Yeah, uh, that one that serves the recon. Oh god, that was a chair. Chair.
1: That
0: was the chair. So that that
1: one does recon. uh, More reliable anti-armor shots, uh, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, Mega just has volume of fire, which is fucking awesome. Which is Uh, what I.
0: Uh, it also has cross-combat. Yeah, this, this is your bully boy. This, of this is just the best option of all of these new kits. Yeah. By a mile. However... With one having some utility if you want to grab objectives later on, or even early on, whatever.
1: Yeah, but um, the other thing as well is that all of these are in... They do not build into each other. So if you buy one of the... Say you buy a booster blaster, it cannot
0: be made into any of the others, which That's I think is true. a real shame. Wait, with the Advance on a 4+,... plus you teleport yep is that an unmodified roll yeah it just
1: says if you roll a f- no it just says if you roll a four plus plus when advancing
0: okay yeah yeah so also the um the way that the plus one to your advance works is it's an additional inch it's not add plus one to your roll i take it back ignore that because i thought for a second if you had the add one to your advance that made it happen on a three plus but that's right. not how it works
1: yeah it's not how it works yeah
0: um
1: yeah, so that's them. The Rucker Truck Squig Buggy. What? Rucker Truck Squig Buggy. Okay. Uh, which basically fires out squigs in different forms. Like, it, it's this got like amazing. two squig catapults. This sounds amazing. A squig bomb. The model looks awful, in my opinion. It basically I... looks like a Ford um, truck from modern day. Oh. Like, that's terrible for 40k. It might look very nice on a, a road going, uh, affordable SUV
0: i <laughs> would like to thank unique. Ford for sponsoring this episode. Yeah, competitively priced. <laughs> but it's uh, not 40k. It's not Orky it's not either. I think Ford would be upset if, you know, their aesthetic was that of the Orcs, always being compared to that of the Orcs. Like, it's not the same. Orcs are meant to be, oh God, it's meant to be ramshackle and falling apart and held together with prayer and just sheer willpower. Yeah. So, the I Ford mean, it's meant to be a reliable thing for the whole family. It's never <laughs> going to break down. Ford going Ford. further with Ford. <laughs> um, Rucker truck, Rucker truck, Rucker Rucker Alley. I've been avoiding saying it, but Rucker Rucker Alley, our second sponsor of the episode. Yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It has loads of weapons and loads of profiles on it. Um. Are any of them any good, or they all like? not many shots, not that focused thing, not, it's still hitting on fives, like, I would guess. Yeah,
1: basically all that sort of stuff. Uh Um, It has not enough volume of shots yet again to make it worth taking. Yeah. Like, I'll just give you one of the profiles, which is Bitey Squig. Bitey Squig is range 36 inches, Assault 2 from the Heavy Squig launcher, Strength 5, AP minus 3, Damage D2, sorry, Damage 2. But that's two shots.
0: Yeah, that's Like it's not bad range, but it's two shots. (laughs) And if you want artillery as orcs, there's better options. On average
1: you're not even getting one
0: hit. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like that's that's what we need to look at here. And it's just it's not very good.
0: Could you imagine that if like another army if Imperial Guards had a tank with a main gun, on average you didn't get a hit with? Hello? I was saying, could you imagine if for an army you had have a unit's main cannon on average you didn't get a hit with? I guess that's actually Tau. Weirdly enough. Yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, um, the head gunship where they have only one shot, but they have another weapon option. But it, doesn't have, hit it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. anyway. So, I assume you mean, yeah, it's less than yeah. one. Um, anyway. Heavy Spook Launcher, sorry, it
1: gets plus one to hit because it's a Grot Gunner, so you do get one hit on average of strength 5 AP minus three damage D2. Sorry, oh. damage two. But again, well, what, well what done. What,
0: what have you achieved for? with that?
1: Yeah. I guess and again the- it has it has saw blades same as the dragster but it it's less effective shooting it's all over the place and the squig mine is it gets to deploy uh, a squig mine within one inch of itself right. and it has to be three inches away from an enemy infantry model right and basically anyone can uh, activate it by moving into it uh, if any unit friend or foe of it so the truck can drop it off then move away. Yeah. However, if you move the truck only one inch, it's going to set it off, um, which is interesting, because you could detonate yourself, um, but it only affects the one model that attacks it, which again is sad, because we used to have a thing called what, blast markers, so explosions this? actually had a radius. What, 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 what it's is a squigmine. Yeah, it's a little it do? Squig. Like why, why? I'm going to read it to you. Uh, when a squigmine is detonated, roll a d6. On a 2-3, to three, it inflicts one mortal wound on the unit that detonated it. On a 4-5, it inflicts d3, uh, six, it inflicts three mortal wounds. The squigma is then removed from the battlefield, so assuming on a one it does nothing.
0: How do you set it off? By being within one inch of it? By being within inches of it. Within how many? Three. Three. You inches. Move, I, move I guess there's a, a fair radius, and you can block off certain paths. But how many armies are going past the York line? More importantly, and, oh, who cares if you d three mortal wounds to them? Look, <laughs> but past the York line... <laughs> In such a way as to cross over the path of one of the like th- this truck i uh yeah
1: and it doesn't even detonate with an aura it just detonates one unit so it's yeah. not even that good and your enemy can just choose this because they have to move within they can choose the... what's right the internet cut out there they can choose which unit to activate it with yeah yeah so if i've got hormigaunts and a hive tyrant on two wounds i just send the hormigaunts onto it they absorb the big explosion
0: hive tyrants fine like, it is technically, like, a six-inch radius, so it can block off quite a few things. But even then, like, most of the time you're able to walk around it, really. Yeah, but I, I think you just take the mortal wounds. You don't even give a fuck. You just take the mortal wounds. I, I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God, I guess. I guess. Either way, that it, it does fuck all.
1: It does fuck all, and it's a lot of points. Yeah. Um. Which is fine, because it's an awful-looking model, and I don't <laughs> want... So... Uh, the Shock Jump Dragster, I actually have in person. I've made mine. Is that the Formula
0: yeah. One looking one?
1: It's a Formula One. I'm not too happy about it, to be honest. Uh, I did leave the spoiler off of mine, and it makes it a lot better because, to my mind, orcs should be as Mad Maxian as they want them to be this edition. Like, they're definitely trying to go for Mad Max. Yeah. Especially with Death Killer War where ways, like, raising his is fist in the air as if to say witness me and the grot is spitting uh fire water into the engine
0: yeah it's yeah well as i say amazing. have a thing called the war boys they do have things called war boys they're called boys oh boys ah yeah
1: that's cool uh another cool thing to mention is the battle wagon battle wagon has been split into three okay Oh, so you can have a shit ton. So you have Battle Wagon, Gun Wagon, and Bone Breaker. Why does this excite me? Because I don't care for the Gun Wagon. i Battle Wagon, but I love the Bone Breaker. Is that the one with the Demolishing
0: Wheel at the front?
1: The Demolishing Wheel!
0: More oh, like God the polishing Wheel, am I right? It would as be as the chosen you... God in the post-apocalyptic society. The Wheel. The Wheel. The Polishing Wheel. The Polishing um, Wheel. Bone
1: Breaker Ram. When a Bone Breaker... Uh, yeah. Add D6 to the attacks characteristics of this model in the fight phase until the end of that phase if it made a charge this turn. Okay.
0: How many fight? Uh, how many attacks does it have base? Drop the base.
1: Uh, at full wounds, it has six attacks. Oh my. At half wounds, it has D6 attacks. So at half wo- half wounds, it has two D6 attacks. Uh, the profile is if it's using a death roller, it is st- at full health. Strength nine. AP minus two, damage two. Add three to the hit rolls for the attacks made with this weapon, because normally it hits fives, but with the death roller, it now hits on twos. Oh my. Which means you're getting 9.5 strength nine attacks, which do AP minus two, damage two.
0: That's not bad.
1: That's not bad for just rolling over enemy.
0: But what's the target? I guess it Uh, squishes Primaris flat. Primaris, we're sorry. Um... Yeah, they suffer a lot. Uh, this this thing just
1: basically rolls over anything that you want to... Like, guess, small yeah. things that get in front of it, it will just
0: roll over. I guess like... vehicles it rolls over. Like, screening, this thing's actually going to crush. Like, yep, yep. And then it'll have a cargo of boys which want to get out and attack. Yeah.
1: Um, it can only transport 12, so you may as well put a gun on it, because normally the gun brings it down to 12. However, this one, you can put a gun on it, and it already stipulates its max is 12, so you may as well just chuck a gun on, a big yeah. gun on it. Um I think sounds
0: awesome.
1: You know, I mean, so okay. There's there's more stuff to go into depth on, which yeah. we'll go into in the next episode.
0: Really? Awesome. Yeah. There's going to be another episode on orcs. I didn't because know. It November. November. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it. we will have coverage of orcs throughout November to Mirror Games Workshop. Um,
1: yeah. So I mean, in in summary, of the orcs and what we'll kind of further discuss in the next episode will be that yeah there's some very new strong stuff that's come with the orcs there's a lot of fun stuff to come uh, and play with there's points reductions which we will go into uh, next episode point increases as well and we'll kind of discuss how that changes what the orcs are going to be doing uh, there's very strong ways to play orcs a lot of questionable stuff still left in it like why is this this points cost why is this so useless why do I have this in the codex? Why didn't you make it good? Why are some things missing? Uh, why do we not have a Prime Orc? You know, it's just stuff like that left me with a bit of a bitter taste. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm very happy the Orcs are here. I do love the book, but it's kind of, ugh, it could have been much more. could have been yeah. so much more. It could have been the time of the Orc, or it doesn't feel like the time of the Orc. It feels like the time of shitty
0: speed wagons. Wow. Before <laughs> we end our discussion <laughs> with the Orcs, though, I have a question which is, do we think they then beat out Tyranids now? I think
1: potentially <laughs> <laughs> because... what a great answer. Because I think they're shooting bizarrely mm. and their jump is very, very good. Yep. Uh mechanized is going to be the bane of the Tyranids, I think. Yeah. Because if you take a mob of killer cans and a death killer war trike, uh, they're gonna move, I believe they have like a ten or eight inch movement. Oh, wow. Um then in advance, and I think in again with combination of auras or stratagems or whatever, they can shoot and then charge. Yeah. So they have high mobility, high charge, um, relatively high toughness for tyrannies to deal with. However, the one problem is that the gene stealer is so good.
0: Gene is great, high tyrants are fantastic. Um yeah. Also like if maybe it's the materialists will get a little boost when the Gene steel Cults Codex comes out as well. Yeah, that's definitely gonna be amazing. I mean maybe the orcs
1: take uh bone breakers with death rollers and then fill them up with um mm. uh fuck it oh, burner boys. Nice. Burner boys. So it's like flamethrowers
0: shooting out everywhere and it's rolling shit. I think the matchup will be very interesting, but I'm, I'm, my question is: Will orcs just sort of take the place of Tyranids when it comes to like to more tournament level stuff? When it comes to if you want a uh, a close combat army, a horde I don't close think combat so. Do you not? I don't think so because I think
1: orcs definitely. Well, I don't know hive tyrants with gene stealers and the fuck um, it what's he called swarmlord. Mm. I think that's that's so intrinsically strong. Um,
0: just think, in what it does. The thing is like the like Gene sealers' biggest attribute is that they're strength four, toughness four, and they're on crack when it comes to speed. And close combat. And close combat. Like they hit or-
1: harder than orcs, but orcs have more attacks. So
0: Do they hit harder than orcs? They've only got strength five. because
1: uh, of their rending claws. Oh yeah, they've got
0: the AP. But they I suppose they do move faster. But the orcs kind of make it back with the plus one to charge and advance thing. Like, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's
1: definitely ought to play for. I think orcs are, I would dare to say, stronger than Tyranids with this edition. I would say they are. Like... Um, because they have far greater versatility, especially with the mech guns. The mech guns are, again, one of their strongest units. Um, and they're going to be pretty darn amazing versus Tyranids because things like the effects or Tyrannocyte or whatever it's called. Big gun boy. Tyrannifex. Mech guns are going to pretty much hurt this thing quite badly. Um, <laughs>
0: <Well> <laughs> the big put. flamethrower one still scares me, though. Oh, yeah. That's because it's terrifying. As is. Yeah. Well, we'll put that conversation to bed for now. I think. to be an uh, awesome game. I, think the tower I really want to walk. do an Octavius uh, fucking oh, Civil War at some point. I really want to do that. Anyway, yeah, carry on. I was going to say, I think the Tower Walk fight is going to be fun literally orc versus anything
1: is going to be fun and the way that I'm going to play this I have a very special list which is going to be very
0: fun very unique as well I don't see people playing orcs ever like the way I'm going to be playing them do we discuss the very special uh, special unit now though when I say the spe- I mean the one close to your heart the biggest bestest unit of the orc codex you're talking about mega knobs again I know I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about a bigger unit bigger unit you know. A no. larger unit. No. That we will save for the next episode. All right, then. With that tease, we'll go on to the Ooh. news.
1: <laughs> news time.
0: Copyright. 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 Hang on. Okay. <laughs> <so> <laughs> with With the news, I have basically only one thing that I want to talk about, really, um, which you know, you're aware of. Yeah. I hinted at it earlier. Is there anything else we need to discuss Oh man, I had such a fucking
1: list of stuff that I wanted to discuss because there's so much stuff which is like teased on the horizon from
0: Games Workshop. Um, but I can't remember. <laughs> where I, I know that we saw a little bit more of Wrath and Rapture. Um, oh yeah, they've yeah. shown off new Flesh Hounds, which look good. They've shown off new Fiends, which definitely look better than the old. But I'm uh, not really a fan I'm not of the modelling still. On them still. Yet. Yeah. Oh Necromunda. Oh, baby.
1: Oh, yeah. They're oh, fucking awesome.
0: I didn't think they were that good.
1: They're not my cup of tea. Yeah. The new Delac models. They are not my cup of tea. Not going to yeah. lie. Kind of like Cordor, but I think you can definitely do some cool stuff with it. And I'm waiting for some different paint schemes because different paint schemes yeah, do. Make- yeah. Like I've seen a lot of Cordor uh, stuff painted differently to how they painted Cordor, and it definitely looks awesome. Like If you look on the um, Games Workshop page for Cordor, when they have them in the dark blue, it does look very cool. Uh, however, I think the ones that they showed like weirdly to very begin with, uh, they showed them with red, like really bright red, and they just look really bad. But dark blue looks great on them.
0: Yeah. I'd be interested to have like play like if they can bring oh, that yeah. weird slave like uh oh yeah like yeah stuff. forced psychers, like oh that'd be awesome that's yeah. exciting stuff given
1: the the glow juice to make them make them scream uh there are new books coming for necromunda which is awesome but it also confirms that necromunda will be uh definitely not releasing anything for a little while on main games workshop it will be released on forge world uh is the gang book coming which has the rules for the gangs, and there's a new rule book coming which has all the rules and like all the bonus yeah. stuff, which That'd is be great awesome, because man. I mean, we bought Gang War One and Gang War Three, yep, uh, and all the gaps, as well as tying up such as when you have like last guns cost different stuff in different books, having,
0: having like, different all...
1: amounts of credits.
0: Uh, we kind of have left Necromunda for a little while just to go, We'll wait because we knew those books were coming, we yeah. knew they were coming, and we decided oh. to wait for them. And the automata. The fucking automata. Oh, the automata. Are yes. The sump croc
1: is up for order on Forge World. Is I'm it? It's fucking about. I'm getting the sump croc, boys. Fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> Excited for that. I'm going to get some of those spiders. They're terrifying. Oh yeah. Are spiders for sale? No, not yet. Ah, okay. For, up- for those of you who don't know about the spiders,
1: fucking awesome.
0: They are fucking terrifying. Yeah.
1: They're like they little are, spy basically- spiders used by Van Saar. Yeah. Um, so but they also have like poison and
0: shit. And they're like the really guns. techie faction that ha- take a human skull and basically attach a mechanical like spider things to it. And it has instant death poison. And also it can fire webs which trap not. <coughs> oh god. Is it a template? Or is it just yeah. the single target which gets hit? It's a small blast, I believe, for webbing. Basically, you can trap multiple units with. Webbing. Cocoon them. legitimately Cocoon ties them. them up for the spiders then go over and bite them till they die of the poison, which is instant death if it wounds them. The spiders are terrifying in it's game really terrifying. And also just in the lore. However, I
1: think they've got a weird stipulation, if I remember correctly, like the special rules, they have to stay within like twelve of their spy they, master oh no, or something.
0: They, they have to be within like six or three. Something like that. Yeah, it's, it's very pretty close. Pretty limiting. It's the uh, um Escher with the like lynxes. Which can go yeah. way further out like nine inches.
1: And the Sorry sump
0: can just do whatever, I think. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't tell awesome. it what to do. No. Oh man, I love the sumpcroc. Okay. So that's that's No Commander. Yeah. Any other name? Oh, Warhounds are making their way over to Titanicus. Good for Titanicus. Eventually it will be a game I'm interested in playing. Too fucking, way
1: too fucking expensive to get into though. Yeah, like like, to get, a, like, a small army is, like,
0: 200 quid. Also, well, and again, you, hang on, compare that to 40k. But also you then compare it to Necromunda and go 30 quid versus 200. Also, Titanic yeah, I mean, like, you have to get whole new scenery for it. And yeah. also, it's a case where I've never really seen a Warlord go down in the games I've yeah. seen. Warlords are very tough unless you have another Warlord. Even then, like, like Warlord versus seems Warlord isn't much. enough.
1: Yeah, but there seems to be way much way too much of a power differential between warlords and everything else. Yeah. Warlords, like Warhands can't really touch
0: them. Which I'm, I mean I haven't, I haven't seen, seen someone warhounds. play Warhands correctly though. I haven't seen Warhounds yet. I've seen knights and I've seen um fuck it, not the leather class. Uh, Reavers. <laughs> what are they called? Reavers. Reavers, yes.
1: And... Yeah. I mean, again, Reavers don't really do much to so Yeah.
0: It's and, such, I, I and not enough
1: people play it like at local gaming stores. I think there's one guy I know of that plays it. Uh, but again, like if that one guy is someone that you don't get on with, it's like, wow, well, yeah, you're fucked.
0: Like, well, speaking of Warlord Titans, the place I am currently living has a Warlord Titan in its store. A
1: yeah, full, awesome. proper
0: one. And it's that's glorious. Awesome. I, I well, haven't sent you a picture of it yet. I'll have to send you a picture of this Warlord Titan. I had to go in there and have a poke around going, oh, god. And something
1: something else that's awesome uh, is if anyone remembers 4th edition, Warhammer 40K, there was uh, a large section of miniatures in that book. And one of them was like the Golden Demon section. And there is oh. a Golden Demon section winning Space Wolf Lord uh, where he's standing above the ground. The ground is like rent open with blood coming through and he's holding up the, the head of a demon. Um, the guy that painted that and sculpted it and all that sort of stuff actually uh, lived local to my local gaming store and had a model uh, sat in the gaming case which is just fucking awesome and he like let his golden demons go in the display case as well because he had multiple which was awesome so I've seen golden demon statues and I've seen golden demon miniatures and it was just awesome to see in real life Yeah, like proper like nerd out like other people are like what the fuck are you doing you're looking at a model weeping it's like don't you see the <laughs> Look at <that> blending?
0: <laughs> oh god as is other bits of news. Are there any other pieces of news before we get on to the main event? The main event. The reason why boys were not that unlikely. Real Renaissance man. <laughs> Michael Dangelo. Hit it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, Blackstone Fortress for try. This is exciting for a couple of reasons. Not because I want Blackstone Fortress, as of yet. Like I, I haven't seen enough of how it plays or how it works. We have a lot of abstract usage of tiles, which I go fair enough. But really, I need to see a lot more before I want to play this game. I think Games Workshop really shot themselves in the
1: things like Blackstone Fortress and these like mini adventure quests, yeah, because we already have Necromunda. Yeah. Like. Kill Team and everything in between, where they have like RPG style elements, is completely blown out of the water by Necromunda. Seriously, guys, if you haven't tried Necromunda, it's fucking amazing. If you loved 4th edition Warhammer 40k or even 5th edition, this will be your shit. Yeah. Like, I love Necromunda. Everything about Necromunda is awesome. The story, the writing, the models, the rules, it's all fucking there. It's all amazing. So if you play so,
0: kill team and kill team's awesome but if you play kill team go i wish like for more rpg elements from, which they're promising in blackstone Fortress, more necromunda does it better guaranteed yeah more complexity
1: yeah yeah mean, as we said before they're different beasts of games mm. um so blackstone Fortress, again is going to be competing for the space between kill team and necromunda
0: and i just i feel it's going to fall short it's not going to be as good as necromunda yeah i don't think it um... It, it doesn't have the virtue of being simple like Kill Team from the looks of it. There's too many like hexes, <coughs> tiles and different things and characters and different rules and you compare that yeah. to Necromunda, Necromunda just has it beat in terms it, of actually being simpler to set up, which is impressive.
1: Yeah, and it it looks much more like a game like the um, Silver Spire and Night Vault and all that sort of stuff from uh, Age of Sigma. That's what it yeah. looks like. And it again, is- it's one of these games where it's like, oh, it's an RPG. You can character you want however here is the guy here is his name here is his gear yeah well what what input do i have here you have the inventiveness of what he does
0: it's meant to be a hobby of your dudes which oh well yeah yeah, you should be able to create your own heroes
1: and do this like if you did this in conjunction with dark heresy or something like that uh it could be pretty cool
0: yeah It's
1: like the Dungeons and Dragons RPG style version of uh, 40K, by the way. And it's great. Recommend. It's fucking amazing. We play it. uh, Maybe one day we'll upload us playing it if we get really nerdy. Yeah. Uh, But we haven't played for a little while. But our story is amazing. We have uh, (laughs) men with incredibly swell thighs, but not much else.
0: (laughs) There's you, Uh, your character, with uh, almost a romantic uh, relationship with his broadsword at this age. Yeah, it's it's, It's like a laser blade halberd called Baxter. Oh, yeah, that's right. um,
1: and my character is basically a seafaring chap from a time of monsters and crude ships and cannons and all that sort of stuff, uh, hurtled into um, oh, for, the world from of, a
0: planet with that level of tech.
1: Yeah, with dark monsters and krakens and all that sort of stuff, hurtled into uh, the 40k narrative, and it's really quite fun. And uh, yeah, a lot of cool shit going on. We're on like a snowy planet investigating a deep crevice uh, mining facility with mutants and all that sort of stuff. I think we're about to die, and I think that's like, where yeah, we left Yeah, it's about it. to go
0: horrifically wrong, last we like, played. I,
1: I've been mauled in the balls. Like, I think I'm going down. <laughs> uh, we did play once before, where Alan played uh, oh. a sort of <laughs> silver-tongued <laughs> devil of the <laughs> Except they
0: weren't. They were just Except accidentally they but... silver-tongued their way through things and then blew up the world. Yeah, you, you uh, convinced this... Um, this
1: random like uh, transporter pilot, um, one friend called Jack, who we may have mentioned before, who plays Eldar uh, and Imperial Guard and all that sort of stuff. He was like a, an Imperial welder, um, and he was meant to be like sort of like hardcore PDF soldiery. And he was like, "Hang on, I'll drink this guy under the table." Has one drink, fails the test, instantly drunk, instantly throws up, <laughs> instantly passes out. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, okay <laughs> we didn't have much money so we we're like oh fuck it we can't really get him that drunk uh and then alan's guy was like hold on a minute
0: can i try this charisma check no no, no, no. we didn't do that first of all we then went well he didn't now drink him let's threaten him failed dramatically i yeah. laughed at us. Threaten him. uh we i think we tried something else we tried bribing him and he went i we failed that check too yeah uh, we we, I... we are really bad at passing checks
1: like which makes it hilarious because to get around it but
0: <laughs> also dark dark heresies it's great because they've set it up to see you will fail quite a lot at quite a few things but you know yeah. it, it's not usually in like a way that gets you killed it's just you Well, i mean kids. it's you're pretty bad
1: it's pretty bad for getting you killed yeah uh, <laughs> uh, oh, oh, then... one of our other friends is on his second character already so and we've only yeah. been on one planet
0: <laughs> that's true
1: we were in the training area and he died <laughs> That's how rough it got. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, you convinced this guy.
0: Oh yeah, I um, I managed to have a spare set of robes and convinced him it was clothing of a saint by lucking out completely and picking a name off of a bookcase behind him. And yeah, that that was amazing. Yeah, and then
1: he was convinced this fleece was the sacred artifact. So then he transported us to the location because we're on a holy quest. (laughs) At which point, I was a tech priest because I fucking loved playing as a tech priest. Not a tech priest anymore with Baxter. Um, (laughs) But I I kept trying to just interface with things and trying to, like, hack into stuff, and I was miserable at it. (laughs) Yeah, I, I can never hack into anything. Like I was always always asking the GM. I was like, okay, can I use my special, um, you know, uh, my my techno to hack into the system and get some servitors to fight for us? You know, I know they're only construction workers, but maybe they can use some heavy drills and stuff to beat about the enemy. No, you fail miserably. Leave. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the best. It is like. You would spend like a minute or two describing what you wanted to try and do, understanding that the Sevator's weren't built for combat, but maybe they could bludgeon things. You do this very long description. Roll some dive. Fail. <laughs> that was a yeah, like critical failure. Damn it. I think one time I electrocuted myself and just passed out for six <laughs> <You did>. hours. <laughs> like, yeah, we, had, we basically decided to split up like oh, okay we have a little while let's split up and try and get things done to benefit the party you went out knocked yourself unconscious with that I knocked myself unconscious trying to look around a room because I caught my head on a beam yeah. and
1: <laughs> nice, <yeah. laughs> we,
0: we met up awkwardly later and very sheepishly how did it go I did my best but there's no there was no supplies that I could find how, how did getting the servitors on our side work out? I guess he's not going to reply. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to do something. <laughs> no, no. I, I was giving I was giving the floor to you. How how did that go? And you had to sheepishly just say, uh, you know, like it was much harder than expected. I I made them work, but they would they overloaded very quickly. Yeah, they, they weren't of battle condition, so <laughs> yeah. I I decided to leave them. That's, <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, it was my decision not yeah. to have them.
0: <laughs> do we explain what happened at the church?
1: No, no, no. We we'll say that. We we can't go too long because we. This is the, this is the. This is a bonus round. Okay, Final thing was Blackstone Fortress, new Chaos Space Marines.
0: Ba 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 New motherfucking Chaos Space Marines. You have bah, no idea how happy I am about this. Like having uh, everything else for the Chaos stuff bah, bah, bah. is fantastic. Like the I'm loving the uh chaotic guardsmen that we have here. Like potential uh renegades and traitors stuff coming up, maybe as a chance. We have what appears to be... Because they're, like, uh, based off Akkadians, by the looks of it. Then you have these, sort of, priests, which seem to be based off of Tempestus of Science with their armour. They look awesome. We have Beastmen, sort of, turning up. But the Chaos Space Marines are just fucking glorious.
1: Yeah, I think, like, Thousand Suns are uh, new models, but the equivalent of Chaos Space Marines. Uh, the cool thing is, is that they've only shown off two guys, or three guys... Uh, two of them are very generic one of them is very specific i'm guessing the one specific one is a character the other two are very generic um and i'm hoping that means that there's a whole new kit coming for yeah. Chaos Space yeah if the third one which is very specific which is kind of like a space wolf chaos space marine which is fucking awesome it looks amazing yeah if that's if that's not specific and that's generic that's gonna be so awesome because it'd be really cool to have chaos space Marines from all different chapters like represented that would be awesome like bionic limbs, iron hands, or iron warriors, um, so Chaos space which, means. A thing which Ned's I style.
0: really like about these um, these guys as well, beyond the fact that they look fantastic, like looking at them is just you compare them to the old models and go, Yeah, this is this keeps all they of those actually look to scale while <laughs> <laughs> instead of having gigantic hands. <laughs> They actually have their scales properly. They're a bit larger now. They've still kept the same like design from before. They just are really nicely updated. But the thing which makes me really happy is I can't paint. Like, at all. And so looking at things like Thousand Suns, and going, oh, I'd like to have some of them. There's so much shit to paint. And I'm not like, just as in like surface area. I'm talking about like little nubbins and things that would look way off if you didn't paint them. Like, Warhammer's getting increasingly hard to get into for crap painters. Because a lot of Games Workshop, as they go, they like to increase the detail on the models. A, because it's awesome. B, because it uh, stops people doing recasts of your models. But it does mean if you can't paint, it's getting harder. (laughs) Like, I need to have easy things to paint. And these guys seem like they're not going to be too difficult. At least to do a shit job. Like, people will still do fantastic things with these guys, no doubt. New. No well, there are two, two ways to look at it.
1: Uh, when you have a more detailed model, it actually gets easier to make it look good. Because all you do is paint the details in, like, base colors. And then it looks good. Because you have all the detail there. Whereas if you have a very blank canvas and you just paint it base colors, it looks, mm. again, very basic. It looks bad. Like, if you've got a Space Marine, and imagine the Space Marine didn't have, like, shoulder trim, that sort of stuff. He's all just one color. And yeah. then it's actually quite difficult to make that look good, because then you have to do all the blending, the highlighting, all that sort of stuff. Whereas if you have details already on the model, you just paint the details, give it a wash, give it a gray the shade, it yeah. looks amazing.
0: But just com- just compare these guys, though, which do have the detail there, but also it's the kind of detail you can just paint over fairly easily, if you're crap, while doing the trim in a different colour. You compare that to Thousand Suns or Death Guard with the amount yeah. of like. Yeah. You can't Shit just paint over Death Guard's entrails with one colour and go it's fine. Whereas with these guys you can paint armor black in places and do like a little bit of detail. That's it.
1: Yeah. You know what I want them to do with Chaos Space Marines? I want them to bring bring them back to being the close combat monsters they should be. Yeah. The most scary thing in close combat should be a Chaos Lord or Demon. Like, that's yeah. what it should be. Orc war bosses should be great. Tyrannids should be great, but Chaos Warriors should be the fucking scariest. They have literal dark
0: evil gods on their side. They have demons. <laughs> the fucking demon. Right. These are all fucking demons. Anything else to say other than fucking hell? Give us new Chaos Space Marine kit, please. Yeah, I'm. I'm ready for the
1: shit. Orcs are awesome. More Orcs to come. Um... Maybe I'll do some updates on my orc army, because it's getting pretty girthy. Um, <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully, sometime in the not-too-distant future, there
0: might be battle reports. At some point, yeah. We're getting, getting to that stage. Into the, the murky mists of the future. We're hitting that critical mass of having enough things to actually have different factions to have battle reports with, rather than oh, having yes. a sequence of the same battle report over and over. <laughs> Enjoy these five space marines fighting these ten space marines. (laughs) Next week,
1: they'll be fighting each other again. With my Star Wars ghoul, Argyle. 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 Thank you for listening, and tune in next time for Brothers Grimdara.